Hey everyone, uh, Matt here. Thanks for listening to episode 56 of the Actual Play.network podcast. This week, uh, Andrew, Chris, Stephen, and I played a Call of Cthulhu scenario called All Aid R, Ladies of Sorrow. So uh, if you want more information on that, please check out our website. Um, other than that, please stick around after the show and I'll let you know what else is going on. Thanks. So you guys are sitting in a, um, a coffee shop in the center of town. It's sort of a, a you know post-industrial New England town. There's uh, brick buildings around. It's really quaint looking. It's well kept um, because of the money that flows into the college. So it's a very like, middle class area. And then uh, this, this sort of, it's sort of post-gentrification, post-industry and you have you guys are all sitting at this coffee shop, the uh, the Bean Boy Coffee Shop in the center of town. And there's a busy, there's a it's not a busy street, but it's it's the, you know it's the main street. There's cars and there's traffic and stuff. And you guys are all sitting outside. Um, I mean, you're sitting inside, looking out the window. And uh, why don't we each go around and introduce ourselves as uh, our characters? Who would like to go first? Yeah. My character's name is uh, Richard Legato. And what's his deal? Uh, he's a computer engineer. Uh, works in IT for the... Uh, and how does he know uh, Andrew's character, whose name is... Um, I guess my character's a younger guy. Uh, probably doesn't hate his music. Probably helped him uh, with his equipment at some point, working, being a college DJ. Uh, my character's name is Michael Angelo, and he is a bartender. Okay. What else do you want from me? How does he know Richard? Uh, Richard is Steven's character. I'm going to need to write these down. Yeah, Richard is Steven's character. Um, the IT professional who works at UMass North Allerton. Um, I would say I probably know both of them because they probably both come into my bar. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Well, can you give me like some, uh, some caller on how you first met Richard then? Uh, sure. I mean, the the conceit here is that um, we're basically grouping up to investigate some weird happening. Am I correct uh, you, on that? There's no... You're not grouping up here to investigate a weird happening. You probably have grouped up in the past to do something along those lines. But we're basically in a cult club. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely club is probably, you know, obviously I think you're aware I was kind of pushing it, but yeah. Well, I mean, look. Um, I would say that, um, when he came in, he came into my bar, which is kind of known for being a bit of a, uh, den of weirdos, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for flavor's sake, my bar's name is called the Candelabra. Okay. And I think he came in when, like before any kind of rush hit, when it was still kind of low, took a seat in the corner and was reading some kind of weird book that I took noticed too okay and perhaps had some thoughts on so you're, you're a bit of a cult scholar then i am and what about john you're asking me no oh. i'm asking john what about him what's up what's his deal what's his last name so where's he from hey my name's john quincy adams john quincy adams john burns my name is john burns i'm a student at nau okay i mean What's the what's that course called? Media studies, not. Yeah, that's a course. I don't. Know. Yes. Communication. Yes, I'm a communications major. Yep. And I also oh, I host a late. Ni- <laughs> <laughs> I also host a late night talk 
radio show. So is this like the political conspiracy radio. theories? Is that what this show is? No. Do you like a like Rush Limbaugh of the college? Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. Have you been to the science wing? Did Matt pronounce the G? Yeah, I always do. So what is what is the flavor of John Burns' talk show then? It's like a it's like a chill modern college radio station with like Collins and and uh, how does he, how did he meet Michael? Yeah, how did you meet Michael? Singles night. Yeah, speed dating at the Candelabra. Okay, I don't participate, but I host. I don't host, <laughs> nor do I participate. He just likes to people watch. You just going DJ. In, it was just, <laughs> you DJ. It was your was your regular just, yeah. <laughs> DJ? Yeah, I've done some DJ sets at the Candelabra. I'm imagining a lot of weird Al type music. <laughs> I'm, please, I'm not comedy death ray. So what are you guys talking about as you sit here at this uh, coffee shop on this pallid Wednesday afternoon? So it's raining, uh, but not a lot. It's like a drizzle. That actually looks like my let up soon. So uh, an old man bumps into your table and uh, apologizes. And then makes his way outside. Hey, no problem, buddy. Sorry, sorry to do so. Bum. No, it's fine. Hey, I said no sweat. No spill of my coffee over here. Got a coffee lid on it. Uh, have a great day, gentlemen. Sure thing. Hey, you too, man. And I want uh, all three to give me a spot hidden check. Oh, baby. I put points in that. I think. Hold on. Oh. I got a 93. I don't see anything. Okay. And Charlie, is that you, Andrew? Oh, yeah. I got to change my name. 66, did you succeed? I don't know what your skills are. No, I certainly did not. I don't think I put any points to spot hidden. Okay. But, so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Richard succeeded. So, Richard, something about this old man just catches your eye and you sort of follow him while the other two sort of blather on. Like As they blather on about coffee, the uh, old man, you see him walk out. And don't call it a special And an old woman... And a shapeless dark gray de- dress walks up to him, and they start to talk. Good. I like to put um, cream on chocolate milk. And they're That's talking. That's gross. But I can read lips, and you so. can't quite hear what they're saying. But something about the com- that makes it sound weird. You can give me another spot hidden to get another perception. Chocolate milk away from me. I was a weird wizard. I got a twenty-one, so I passed the spot hidden again. I like to put cream on chocolate milk. Great. So, um, you notice that as they're talking, the um, woman. Delicious. Uh, smiles it's and delicious. the old man like gets sort of increasingly upset like I, you, it's hard to tell why he's getting upset but just something about his expression really like uh, disturbs you like he's getting more and more upset and surprised that she's smiling and he's starting to like it almost looks like they're arguing now even though she sort of has a very calm body posture he's getting increasingly agitated and more and more agitated and now he's starting to speak so loudly that everyone uh, can actually hear them uh, he, unintelligibly, but hear the sound of their of their voices. Um, you hear the old man saying something to the effect of, "You, it, it can't be, no, no, it can't." And he backs away. Like now, he's legitimately disturbed and upset. Like, I'm gonna make my way no outside. Question, and uh, he is he wa- he backs away right into the path of an oncoming van. Uh, the van breaks as it as he as it as it he sees, sees him step out, but it strikes him. Uh, and he snaps his body forward and hurdles him doll-like against the back of a car nearby. 
the battered body crumples to the pavement motionless. The old woman turns to you and uh, turns and walks off just as you're entering, exiting the, uh, the diner. Okay, I'm going to follow her. And I'm going to call um, the police. Did you, all three of you were watching? Yeah. Okay, make a sanity check, please. Ooh, I fail. All right, so it, failures lose one point of sanity. Passing, you lose zero, obviously. Yeah, I'm just going to follow this lady and call the cops. I want to see if I can do, like, first aid on this old man. Or if he's, like, liquefied. Okay, um, you're doing first aid. You're following, trying to follow the old lady. And, um, uh, John, what are you doing? I'm fetching my chocolate milk. Okay, um... Cool. So, uh, yeah, it's important. You're still growing, so you need your milk. Well, I I know John knows when to stay out of the way when he's not equipped to deal with situations. So the uh, the um, diner becomes a beehive of activity immediately. Like everyone's like up, uh, you know, the people who didn't even the enough people saw it so that they are getting up and they're sort of attracting people who are who didn't see it and everyone's sort of crowding around or walking outside to see what's going on. Um, the, uh, old woman, I actually need a spot hidden rule from you. That is a success. Okay. So, uh, she's walking at a very relaxed pace. She's doesn't, it's, it's, it's like strange, like a trigger perspective. She's walking at a very relaxed pace but she's covering distance that doesn't seem possible. Like, she's 100 feet away instantly. And, like, watching her, you can't figure out how she's moving so quickly. Um, to basically keep track, keep pace with her, you'd have to start sprinting immediately. Uh, okay. So she's actually about to turn a corner. She turned the corner, you're a successful spot hit, and you see... You see her turn the corner. You you turn the corner. You see her in the distance now. Uh, I'm gonna need a Constitution times five, to or a hard Constitution roll. Okay. Nope. So she's turned another corner, and uh, it's like even as you even as you saw her turn that first corner, you made it around to see it. She's like already like ten blocks down, and again just walking at a regular pace, no no speed, and and you sort of like get confused. She turns into the corner. You just go into all-out beast mode, but you don't even come close to you. Like sh- you get to that to that corner, she's long. She's not there. She's long gone. Okay, I'll st- I'll tell the cops what happened and just say I lost her. I'm not gonna tell her tell them that sh- I think this old woman is teleporting. <laughs> um, so the medicine. You run out to the old man. Um and uh, yep. If you can give me a medicine roll, uh, I'll, I'll give you a little bit more. I'll give you some some deets. But he's got a deep gashes on his temple and scalp. Uh, his blood is running freely from his mouth. Um, you can tell at least one of his arms, at least one of his legs is broken. Um, he's apparently real fucked up. Yeah, he's for sure real fucked up. Uh, examining him, you can tell that he's got certainly broken ribs. Uh, just so that you can hear his breathing. It's ragged in the way it's consistent with that, like broken ribs or punctured lungs. Um, he's he's oh, fa- he is fatally shit. injured. That is that is one hundred percent apparent to you. Uh, his arm and both of his legs are broken. 
His knee is, the way his knee is broken looks disgusting. It is awful. It's bent in a, it's, it's, his, his, his left leg is hanging in such a way that, um, this, this man at his age, he will, de- even if he were to survive, it's by some miracle, he would certainly never be able to walk again. And he, uh, you're actually the first one there just because you guys were so close to the window. And he reaches up and he sort of grabs you, like, with surprising, like, strength by the shoulders. And he, uh, you hear him, uh, whispering to you. And he sort of leans in as close as he can with his his ragged, uh, broken voice. And he says, Three three sisters no no she's she's dangerous I can't Ugh. and he dies and um you need to make a sanity check yeah wait what's your no yeah you need to make a sanity check didn't pass it so uh 1d3 please that's how much sanity you lose you're going kooky already. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, well, given the sanity that I the sanity that I rolled, I was already kooky. <laughs> you didn't have good sanity to start out with. No, I had like twenty five. Yikes. <laughs> oh boy, you're not gonna make it, pal. No, no, absolutely. Oh Jesus not. Christ! How low did you roll? I mean, I uh, rolled a fifteen, but I just didn't put it in like- power. <laughs> you guys want to go somewhere else? This whole place is kind of a little too much for me right now. Michael, where did you run off to? I went to try and stop that old lady. She obviously knew what was going on, but apparently she's got, like, super speed or something. Mm, yeah, right there. <laughs> Real sonically, you know what I'm saying? You saying something ain't fishy about the situation? No, 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 yeah, the super speed lady. I believe you. What are you here for, How then, How fast huh? does she run? I said, what? what are you here for, then? I didn't say she was super fast. I'm just saying something's fishy about the situation. Yeah, absolutely. They were talking, and then he got by a car, and then she ran off. Uh, He did say some weird stuff over there. That was uh, wait about what? Uh, some real cryptic, kind of like a code almost. I guess. Now we're talking. Could you fill us in on the code there? Make sure you hit all Uh, the ellipses perfectly. He said something about three sisters, and uh, I think someone, I guess the woman? He said he was, she was dangerous, which, I mean, is evident at this point. Which feeds into my really was... fast theory. Did he say the woman was dangerous? He said she's dangerous. Did he specify who the she was? Because that's the thing with cryptic riddles. No, if you, like... no, I'm working off context to assume the person. No, no, just... let's see. Yes, no, I, I mean, I understand. Can everyone make me an idea roll, please? That's a thing in this? Yeah, it's your intelligence. I did not look at... Oh, okay. Oh, I can do fine on that. I have an idea. Oh, shit, I do not. I have an idea. When when um, Richard says three sisters, you sort of like, what? Like, it, it sounds familiar to you, like... I have three you know. sisters. <laughs> nope. There's a building in town. <laughs> no, you you do not get three sisters. Not allowed. Nope, it's canon. I have three sisters. Aside from the three sisters that you have, uh, Tug, Mug, and Bug. <laughs> <laughs> Workshop. There's those. also 
you remember there's a, like a semi-famous apartment building known as Three Sisters. Just a short distance from here, a few blocks away. Or actually, your bar is in between the the, the uh, Bean Boy coffee shop and the Three Sisters apartment building. <laughs> so my idea is I turn around. I didn't, I didn't think he meant literally, not, not literally one building literally in between. between. Yeah, that's not really what I Okay, meant. that's what I was thinking. That's what I thought you no, it's, no, it's like... It's like it's ten minutes from your apartment to the bean, and then five minutes to be from each of them to the yeah. The that makes sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I like my way. Yeah, there's three buildings. You turn around and you see the three sisters. You're like fuck. Yeah, it's a JRPG town. Every every building is in an eye of sight. Uh, line of sight. And there's twelve citizens. Now yes. eleven. Now that we lost that old guy. Dang. That's okay. Buy him some gifts. I'll come my back. My social link was almost done with him too. Yeah, I'm gonna buy a bunch of gifts until he wants to. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. I, I was trying to be gentle, but let's say until he wants to fuck. <laughs> Make it <laughs> lay an egg in that old man. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> I can I want to give him the blue flower. What? <laughs> so we going to those apartments or what? <laughs> you see, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't it. think we need that explained. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking uh, Harvest Moon reference. Yeah, I said right? we didn't need it explained. Yeah, yeah, you give the blue flower to who you want to marry. Yeah. The old man in Harvest, <laughs> yeah. most Harvest Moon games. So I tell them, wait, the Three Sisters is... That's an apartment building. I know where that is. They name apartment buildings around here? It's not just an address? They name apartment buildings most places in the world. Yeah. They, they name that one. They name the good yeah. ones. Because, you know, you want to go to, like, the Sleeping Arms. Apartment complex. Do you? Yeah, kind of. Sleeping arm sounds nice. Yeah, we're going to these apartment buildings. Come on, we gotta check out these apartment buildings, right? Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, Three Sisters could be anything, but it could be that thing. You know, I don't like your skeptic attitude. It's not really what this little club is about. Um, Isn't the social club literally about being skeptic? No, it's about knowing the truth. It's about being smarter than everyone else, really. Just like all clubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that every collection nowadays? Do I really do we really need to make a club about it? Yeah, but we know the the deep truth, the real truth, the cosmic truth. We know the hollow earth theory. I don't know what that is, but it sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> listen, no, listen. Man. Richard, I'm telling you, just because you can't see the Earth curve, it doesn't mean it doesn't curve. I didn't say the Earth was flat. I said it was hollow. No, you said both. You said it's hollow, and then that's why it's flat because it spins. You said it because it's hollow. It's a, when it's it a spin, cube. It's a cube. When it when it spins, that's what flattens out because there's nothing in the center. No, you see, guys, we can't even comprehend the real shape of the Earth. No, it's like a sphere, like a ball, <laughs> like Mobius strip shape. No, it's like if you. If you could actually yeah. see it, your mind would just get blown. Yeah. You're at the apartments. You guys, you know what we should look for? Three sisters within the three sisters. So, uh, your first impression of the three sisters is certainly um, the large mosaic that sort of um, crowns the first floor on the front. It's So, this is a tile mosaic. Three maidens on the mosaic. Flowing robes of white, green, and blue. 
Oh, so they're like naked. That's why they're what? Nope, flowing robes of white, green, and saying? blue. <laughs> what? <laughs> they always say the most receptive audience is the audience that doesn't understand anything. <laughs> no, we understood it. It just didn't make sense because he had literally just said three robes, and you're like, they're naked. <laughs> no, that was thrown. That was a throwback. To what? <laughs> to earlier. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> the, the tenement is uh, it's certainly over 100 years old. It's probably, you know, nope, probably not that old. Um, yeah, so it's got that. It's, this, is a, this, is a very, this is a small building comparatively. But the flourish, and it's brick. It's not especially classical, but it does have um, the flourish of the... Um, Mosaic and some of the lines suggest that it's contemporaneous with Bo Arts. It's five stories tall, and the top two uh, floors are boarded up because it looks like there was a fire at some point. Used to be the five sisters. Calling it now. And what? They, cause it burned down, so they took out two sisters? Obviously. Why did you jump to five? Not- because it was Four. five, and then two are burned, obviously, and now it's three. So it's a. Wait, a sister for each floor? Yeah. Keep up. I am going to check the like the plaques. Always, I'm going to read the plaque. Are there plaques or signage? Are you looking for like the address, the names, or just like signage to indicate that you know it would be updated from three to two? From There's five no to like three sign that three sisters or anything like that. The only sign aside is uh, is the mosaic, yeah, and then the 120, okay. whatever it is, 121. Uh, it's 40121st Street, so it's uh, the 401 on the door. So, um, how do we get in, though? Just buzz people until someone lets us in? Does it really seem like the we live in this kind of town that would have a buzzer on the apartments? We'd probably just go in. You could just walk up to my front door when I lived in Asheville. Mm, that's true. Knock on it. I mean, this isn't like... What are we dealing with here, Matt, in terms of... Uh, so, uh, you, could, you, you can just walk inside. Okay, great. Yeah, right, we just walk inside. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to let that go on for so long. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you walk inside, there's mail slots on the left. At the far end of this room, there's a staircase, uh, which uh, leads upwards. And there's a stairs. To the left is a small elevator, which looks very aged. It's got a gate. So, hold on. Let's game plan. I got it. We asked to meet the super. I'm going to look around for, like, a clipboard and some paper, some loose papers. Or like a computer, like a, is there like a common area or anything? No, or? no, it's it's an old enough building. There wouldn't have been like a, it's not like a lobby. Like you're kind of just this entrance hall is kind of like what you're where you're at. Um, so as far as like clipboards, no. I mean, really, all you got is the mail slots, the elevator. There's a uh, fire extinguisher and a axe behind glass. Okay, that's yeah, that works. Hey, either a clipboard no, or an axe, both are basically. <laughs> So, I mean, you could get... <laughs> I'm going to reach into my bag. I'm just going to take some papers in a folder. Okay. And I'm going to write a uh, petition to save the Great Elm on Main. All right. All right, so here's our plan. We go door to door, and we start see if we find that woman. Okay, I'm going to check how many um, names are on the mail slots to get, like, a an idea of how many people that is that he's just gonna go knock on the door for. There's, um, 12 
apartments on the first three floors. First, Twelve apartments on all three? No, it's four on each floor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, Way less than I was be... expecting. Actually, so there's actually people on the fourth floor as well. So is there? Um, I thought that. Oh, so it's four sisters. <laughs> is there like a slot or anything for a super or anything, or an administrative office or anything like that? Yep. There's a uh, there's a uh, one of the mail slots says beach and then parentheses super. And it's it's especially full of mail because uh, one presumes because people might leave him notes where they might not leave others' notes. Hmm. And where is that one located? It's with the other mail slots. It's just it doesn't like give us like where the apartment is. Oh, gotcha. Apartment three on the first floor. Okay. So uh, you guys gonna start with apartment number one or? Yeah, yeah that seems like the right, way to do just it. go. Just go right down the road. So there's a white, a white-haired man, tall, slim, sort of red-faced, wearing a polo shirt. Comes up, answers the door. Oh, hello. What can I do for you, boys? Oh, hello, sir. Hey. Um, we were wondering if you would help us to sign our petition. Is it just, is it just you in this apartment? No, it's me and my wife, Connie. Oh, is she is she present? All the signatures can help. I don't think we need to bother Connie right now. Are you sure? I kind of like try and peek around him. Um. What's this position for it again? Um, just say it's Great Elm on Main Street. They're gonna put a mailbox on it, or take it out and put it in a mailbox. The Great that's Elm. A, yeah. Well, that's been there since I was a boy. I know, and they want to put a oh, mailbox. I'll sign in this there. prescription for you. Yeah, yeah. And what about Connie? Would she like to sign it? Uh, like I said, I don't think we need to bother Connie. Tired, long nights. Well, now that you mention it, it has been. I haven't been sleeping too well lately. A lot of kicking, a lot of fussing. Connie's my wife, not my baby. <laughs> she doesn't fuss, uh, <laughs> all right? Well, she's my baby, if you know what I mean, but... <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Hey. What's up, dude? Everyone can, everyone can kick in their t- quick and turn their sleep. That's what I meant. I didn't mean she, like, she was crying for a bottle or anything. I get a little fussy Unless sometimes, she... you know what I mean? Although, hey, who who among us doesn't cry for the bottle every now and then? Hey, you guys want to come in and have a couple beers? I like your, yeah, like sure. your gym. Come on in. <laughs> what you got? Bud Light. Mm. Got any? That's what that'll do. Alright. He cracks you open a beer and passes you each one. Thanks. What's your name? My name's Bill. I'm John. Bill Duke. Hey, Bill Duke. What's his. I'm gonna look around his apartment real quick. It's pretty nice. It's like subtly. It's cookbooks, a lot of golf shit, some sort of knickknacks. Like a night, like he's in a good, nice retiree apartment? Like he's a, like a retired uh, guy. He lives in an apartment with his retired wife. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a sign that says, love to be retired. Connie comes out. Oh, hello. She's not the woman, right? No. Okay. Oh, hello. I attack her. My name's Wait. John. You say she wasn't the woman? <laughs> no, she's not the woman. Okay. Hello there, my name's John. We're here with the petition. Oh, what's, Save what's, the great, what's the petition for? Save the great elm on Main. Oh. They turn it into a mailbox. Hello. Oh, the Great what Elm. They're, not, they're turning well, that into a mailbox? Well, well, they're taking it down and putting it in the mailbox. They're not making a wooden Why would they just put it next it? to it? They say that's the only spot you can put it. You know, state bylaws about... Can you believe that, Bill? No, I can't believe that, Connie. They say, oh, no, it's got to be this distance. Well, Otherwise, it's too close to a pizza shop. This distance. Too close to a pizza shop, you say? 
Yeah, there's rules about. I don't know what the, I don't know what the rules are for. Mm. I don't know why it can't be twenty feet from a pizza shop. It's got to be thirty. But that's them's the rules. I don't make them. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to fight them. You know, they never would have done things like that in the old days. I'll tell you that. Well, I mean, of course not. It's not like this is a law from the old days or anything. <laughs> now, would you like to sign this? Sure. Do you have a pen? All right. Yes, I do. All right. Here. Thank you. She signs it. Thank you. Wait, I wasn't listening. What's her petition? Uh, <laughs> they're replacing the Great Old Elm on Main Street with the mailbox. This is John's made-up petition. Oh, that screw that. Around. I signed the petition. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to episode 56 of the ActualPlay.network podcast. I am Matt. This previous episode, I was joined by Andrew, Chris, Stephen, and we played Call of Cthulhu. You can get all the deets on our contact info and our character names and stuff on the website, ActualPlay.network. That's right. That's a top-level domain .network. If you haven't visited our website, please check it out. It's got all kinds of fun stuff on there, including all our past episodes. So this is the first time I think we've played Call of Cthulhu on the show. No, we played Alta Green one time. So it's the se- second time we played sort of Call of Cthulhu on the show. Uh, but yeah, this is my favorite role-playing game. So uh, I, there's a few episodes in the can, actually, uh, including a playthrough that Chris and Gino... I'm sorry, that Chris and Andrew and myself did of Porphyry and Asphodel, which is like sort of a classic Penelope Love Call of Cthulhu adventure. But this this, this episode is... Uh, or it's from a book called Our Ladies of Sorrow. It's by Kevin Ross, and this particular scenario was called uh, The House of Shadows. And it's sort of modeled after the Thomas de Quincey poem that also inspires Hesperia, um, which is uh, Levana and Our Ladies of Sorrow. Uh, as far as what's coming up in the show, uh, we've got um, more uh, Call of Cthulhu and more of our OSR game, uh, Everything is True. So I'm going to be doing my best to alternate between the two of those. So... Um, you can expect more. Um, probably everything is true next week, and then more Call of Cthulhu after that. And then going forward, uh, we'll be probably have more games, different games, all kinds of games. Um, so uh, if you like the show, I urge you to go to our website and sign up for our mailing list. That is absolutely the best way to get um, get the deets on... Uh, future episodes or you can subscribe in your podcast service of choice you could also certainly uh if you're interested um leave us a rating or review on itunes that would be the best way to find out about us i mean we're gonna we're on social media platforms but i think that those are a joke and a drag so stay off them if you can and just get right to us uh you can find me on twitter at the water method send me any music you might have made um this music you play in the background is mine but i am a amateur uh, garage band person at best so I could use more music if you have it you can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408 uh, or email us at gm at actualplay.network um, uh, Andrew and I have another podcast the goldenhara.com podcast most recently I believe we covered Phantasm so check that show out uh, it's great um, and again thanks so much for listening to actualplay.network network.